Welcome to another episode of the Piano Forte podcast. I'm your co-host Felicia, and here with me is my co-host Audrey. Hi, Audrey. Hello. Yeah. So, welcome to another, a new, another, yeah. yet another episode. <laughs> yes. Um, before we, we kind of start with uh-huh. the bigger topic, we have a we have a conundrum. Let's say conundrum. About, yeah, we talk about this off air um about folks music and traditional music if anybody yeah. knows the difference please let us know because anyone has an idea or definition know that yeah because even though we can we can kind of like oh yeah tell like oh this song is traditional this song is folk but we cannot really give a clear we cannot draw line a line of of like yeah. what makes it for what makes it traditional yeah because if you just like based on like the era or like the year which could make sense yeah just calling it like a a specific genre from a particular because of the particular year and style it could make sense but like yeah i don't know man it's difficult it's confusing Um, yeah anyway so there's one song in particular that started this conversation Yes, it is Bangawan Solo. Do you want to hum a bit of Bangawan the song? Bangawan Solo. Huh? Do you want to hum or sing a little bit of the song? Bangawan Solo. Da, 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 da. I don't want to butcher the text. I don't know it by heart. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so on and so forth. Yes. Uh, as so, a proud Indonesian... <laughs> I'm not proud of this moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is an Indonesian folk song. It is composed in mm-hmm. 1940 and uh composed by Gazang Gasang Mato Hatono. <laughs> That's a pretty good attempt. That's a pretty <laughs> Thank good. Thank you. <laughs> You've done better. You've done better when we did it offline. <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. you nervous? <laughs> I just got confused again. Mato Hatono. Like, yeah. There, that's the name. And it's first written by this fella. And then, um, seven years later, there was a version in Japan. In Japan, mm-hmm. he's translated, I think. Or maybe rewritten, I'm not yeah. actually not sure. Um, and it's, yeah, it's translated. Yeah. Seven years later, it appeared in Japan. Um, and then... Uh, this It got so popular. F- a very fun fact. It got very, very popular. So I think, wait, I need yeah. to read this part off. I'm just going to be citing Wikipedia for this part. So, the tune became a big hit among mm-hmm. the Chinese communities after the Malaysian singer, after a Malaysian singer sang it with Mandarin lyrics in 1956. Yeah. And then afterwards, there was many other translations in different languages. And then uh, the songs has also been recorded in Burmese, Dutch, Khmer, English, Korean, Swedish, Polish, Russian, te- Tagalog, Tagalog? Korean. Thai. Tagalog. Vietnamese. Okay. And also in English by a Hong Kong singer. Okay. Well, uh, the one that shocked me the most is the Korean part. Why Korean? Uh, Why are you surprised by that? I don't know. 
the other one seems like oh yeah that could that could totally happen that's for sure so in like different um, parts of asia across asia basically and dutch apparently because we were and, under and dutch russia. colony for like and russia. how many other years yeah. yeah russia is also pretty shocking actually yes now to think about it yeah and i think what made it interesting also is that when it first became a hit in japan or like when it first became a Hit, I think people were thinking of the Japanese version, not the Indonesian version. So there was a back and forth yeah. a bit, could, I guess. I'm not could. sure what happened. But afterwards, it was determined that the song came from Indonesia. Um, and yeah. then like Japan started paying the... Royalty. Fees. Royalty, yes. I was like, what's it called? The royalty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh. So fun fact for the day. Fun fact for the day: How did you come about into like looking through, looking up about Bengawan Solo? I don't know how I came about Bengawan Solo specifically, but I was looking around some other. I was trying to think think of what kind of folk tunes I knew. Um, I mean, they're like Rasa Sayang, Chan Malichan, which you guys call differently. There's a uh, Dayung Sampan. Rasa Sayang is also Rasa Sayang. Yeah, Dayung Sampan is interesting because it was uh first written in I think Bahasa. I think Malayu, maybe Indonesian, I'm not sure. Um, but it was later translated into Mandarin. And it was sung by Teresa Teng. Yeah. It was sung as Tian Mi Mi. Tian Do you know that song? Mi Mi. Yes, it was translated. Da, 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 da. Do you know that? I know, but is that... What or, What was the original song of that? Dayung Sampan. What's Dayung? <laughs> I know Sampan. Dayung is also... Rowing. Oh, Dayung is rowing. Rowing, rowing. So I'm actually yeah. not sure what the original song was about. Something about rowing a boat. Yeah. Dayung Sampan is... <laughs> yeah, could have been a children's song, could be a love song. Who knows? I don't know, man. But it was a band of sorts. The, the thing is, I know this is like a... This is like a an ongoing thing, right? Like, is Rasa Sayang or, like, Sepasang Mata Bola as, as well, like, another, like, folk song. Is it Indonesian? Is it Malaysian? Man, we're confused. I I would say, as an Indonesian, I want to say that it is Indonesian. However, however, uh, culturally and just like yeah it's just a mishmash at this point like um i don't think I there's think a that history was quite intertwined in some ways so it's very hard yeah, to really yeah history is very intertwined between indonesia and malaysia yeah. like our culture is very similar we we both have rendang it's different type it's 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 a slightly different but we both have rendang and it's it's almost just like german has schnitzel and also the Swiss, they also have a type of schnitzel. And that's fine at some point. Yeah. yeah. It, it's yeah. similar. It's not the same. It's called maybe the same thing, even though it's not <laughs> specifically yeah. the same thing. It's almost like, you know, like how your mom cooks mm-hmm. and another mom cooks. They might call it the same thing. But they have like their own touch to it. They have their own twist to it, right? That yeah, it tastes I just think a that's like culture. Different. Culture in general, especially when you're just like 
land border with another country mm-hmm. it's it's bound to happen like oh yeah back then it's just like yeah so you know a Nadine guy from was, this region marry the girl from that region yeah and that's like they may yeah i was gonna say you know nadine was in singapore recently oh yeah our friend yeah our, and yeah. then um beautiful friend. yeah our friend <laughs> from school yes. hopefully she'll appear on one uni. episode uni yeah Maybe she'll appear on one episode one day. Who knows? It's not planned. Hopefully, she's but so busy. Anyway, she's Girl. really busy, busy bee. Um, yeah, and she she was eating rojak, and then she commented that the rojak in Singapore is has a stronger lime taste. And I guess it's yeah, just not very spicy. Because ours has tamarind, stronger tamarind. I feel like mm-hmm. is it spicy? A bit, yeah. All right. <laughs> you cannot eat it then? <laughs> no. I'm not very tolerable to spices. Spicy food. Like chili. Yeah. Stuff. But that was a good that was a good intro and that was a good segue talking about like a busy person. We've been not particularly chill either. Like we've been doing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> been busy i don't know how busy you are but like i i feel like i'm pretty busy that i'm behind on everything <laughs> mm-hmm. so should i start it with yeah the busyness stuff so um as you guys might know like in january it was the reason why the podcast was postponed a little bit um because i was just like i didn't have any free weekends or technically any free day on in january and february i got a better um schedule i assume to say so but it was also not very long lasting because i already we record this uh in the beginning of march and i can tell like at least for the next two weeks I would be just basically running like back to back to back to back with like the hamster on the wheel right yeah so um yeah I don't know how that happened my I don't want to say like that I'm stupid (laughs) but (laughs) I think here's here's my issue right like uh I know that I'm interested in a lot of things. I'm that type of person that like I cannot just stick with one thing. I think if you listen to our previous episode, which if you're on YouTube, there will be a link on the corner somewhere, either that corner or that corner. I don't know. Um, uh, and the the main thing is that just like I don't think I can just like do one thing and that's it i i am happy about like doing a lot of different things but also at the same time i am very tired (laughs) yeah of of course you would be tired audrey but you know like when somebody be like oh yeah we we can play a gig uh there's this gig that i have coming up and ask me if i want to play if i want to join like and tell me about the gig like oh yeah we can play this songs and that that song and whatnot and i'm like yeah yeah it sounds exciting and i'm still in that metal band as well and like there's another friend that 
ask me if I want to like do another project that's like a bit more gospel-y stuff like Kirk Franklin and stuff like that I was like yeah I've never I, I have done that a little bit during uni but I like it and I, I want to do that but also at the same time if you're just like in 5,000 different projects <laughs> yeah how that's 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 basically me I think it's um it's both good and not good <laughs> How about more you? good and not good. Hmm? <laughs> How about you? <laughs> You've been Pretty also very busy, all. no? Yeah, right. Uh, less busy than you. Much less busy than you. Sure. I I I remember the days that you teach like 50 students a week. <laughs> uh, those <laughs> are long gone thank now goodness. Now you teach. You now you teach like half of it. Less than half, less than half. Really? Okay, yeah, yeah, less sure. than half of that. Yeah, um, I still have my compo class I attend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a lot of my energy when I'm not thinking about teaching goes there. <laughs> so my brain is just constantly like, teaching compo. And then do nothing, which is kind of stupid. Compo but yeah. is composition, right? Compo- <laughs> yeah, composition. Are- yeah. <laughs> Confused. Oh, yeah, I don't have any classes, form? but I have like 7,000 band rehearsals. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm thinking of picking up do... bass. Mm-hmm. Sorry? I'm, think- I'm thinking of picking up the bass, like learning it. <gasps> do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the next <laughs> update will be, yeah, Audrey, I learned a song on the bass. Who knows? Maybe not. Funny... Funny that you mentioned that because I had this like uh, small conversation with an old bassist friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, that is now uh, he used to live in Freiburg. He's not anymore in Freiburg, and he basically we just like catch up a little bit, like for half an hour, updating what's what's going on, what house life and whatever. And I said to him, I remember particularly this. I don't practice piano. As much as I practice singing these days, mm-hmm. which is weird. Um, so a little back backstory: I did like classical singing lessons, like I took lessons and like classical thing, and then also yeah. eventually a little bit of like jazzy ish popular mm-hmm. music. Yeah, uh, singing as well. I mostly also sing in choirs. That's like my like head voice is me. I sing mm. in head voice. And um, so, but because of my background and because of that, uh, the, I also play clarinet. But mm-hmm. because the clarinet in Germany is a different system, I cannot teach clarinet. So my bosses, when they saw my, like, my CV technically, when they like, oh, so you can teach clarinet? No, no, no. Wait, uh, well, that's a French clarinet. Um uh, but I can teach, teach singing for a couple class. Mm-hmm. So I did. I I have a couple singing students that are fun. Uh, but because I was so head voice focused and back then, and I know like I just I just I know how to sing in uh, with other techniques. It's not refined. 
Mm-hmm. So I need to practice a lot more yeah. before I give it to somebody else, so that I can at least polish those parts that I know, but just not use very often. Mm-hmm. So yeah, talking about that. So I totally am on board with you learning the bass. Yeah, it's <laughs> fun. And practicing more piano. I do practice piano. It's just not as much as I would like to. What do you practice on the piano these days? I try to do a bit of Bach, like inventions. <gasps> I, I for mo- for <sighs> yeah, I was trying to go through as many inventions, and then I think I went up to like number five or number six. I went up to F major. Which one? The one that I sing. C. Um, I think number four. C. It's in D minor. D minor. So it's probably number four. I think so. Yeah, I went up to F Bach, major and then Bach I writes in like 12, 24 keys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me think. Major the and minor, e respectively. Flat. The one E flat. I think major or minor. I can't remember. It was quite fun. There was one in E flat. I, think. I don't know. Or I was tried. It e? I tried. F- Fugue, uh, uh, prelude and fugue in B flat once. How was it? Like for a, for a good like two months or so. Mm-hmm. Just as a side practice, cause I wanted to. Yeah. It did not stuck with me as as well as the C minor one. Mm. I have to be honest though, because like when you are in high school and all that, um. I think. Because you're more focused on, like, actually learning it for, like, to finish that piece. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it sticks so much better rather Mm -hmm. than whatever that I, the songs that I've learned through the, um, the uni and now as well. Like, if I learn a new piece or a new song, it doesn't stick that. Well, mm-hmm. maybe because also the amount of the yeah. songs that I learned, like in a year, well, I would play definitely more than a hundred songs. Definitely. Yeah. And um, easy, like even maybe I could say even 200 in a year. Right. Mm-hmm. But definitely back possible. then when we were when we were learned, when we were just like high schoolers or whatever, I don't know, maybe a year I could polish off 10 songs Mm -hmm. 10 pieces which out of those 10 there must be at least like one or two that would stick the most yeah right but like one or two from 200 and one or two from 10 it's like a huge difference Mm. (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean so it just doesn't stick anymore the B flat, <laughs> the B flat fugue it was beautiful though. I tried really hard on that. Mm. But yeah, about a busyness, like, uh, for you especially, I think you teach like, um, like how, uh, like house to house, like door to door. Yeah, I go right? to my students' You're place. So that yeah. takes a bit of time. Uh, that takes a bit of time. Yeah. Online. Do you think, because I also have like a little bit of that type of students that mm-hmm. I go to their place. 
but mostly I teach in music school, which save a lot of time. That's why I can afford a lot. Uh, I can have a lot of students. Yeah. Like I, but uh, sometimes I do feel like those like commute time. It's like also like a, it could be productive. Productivity mm-hmm. is, which is kind of toxic if you think about it. This is a gray area that I st- I feel sometimes that I have a toxic work attitude sometimes. Hmm. <laughs> that like in commutes I would just like transcribe songs. <laughs> right. On the other hand, or I believe they call people like that as workaholics. Like constantly <laughs> wanting to do something, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you well, enjoy how about that? You, you sometimes not. <laughs> I am not a workaholic. Okay. But I I think I pretty much meet deadlines. Most of the time. <laughs> I'm like yeah, most of the time. Yeah. Most of the times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> that is that is what I don't know. I mean, I also meet deadlines most of the time, but that also come into. I the think I spend a lot of time thinking. Mm. Yeah. Well, if I'm not working, I'm scrolling through Instagram reels. No, I I I I would spend a good deal of time just thinking. <laughs> About what exactly, I can't really tell you either. (laughs) Yeah. But you also, like, I think... uh, Well... I don't know. I cannot tell if you have, like, a better life... Like, a work-life balance right now, after... I think I constantly need to recalibrate. But you mean mean in comparing... Mm -hmm. To teaching private versus teaching in a music school. Mm-hmm. I prefer my work life balance now. <laughs> yeah. In that uh, explain yeah. further. Like number one, I enjoy being able to see the sky and see the sunset. That's pretty good. That's like a privilege, the downside yes. the downside is that I'm outside when it rains. But I'm like I don't, I don't, I don't mind it that much because on Tuesday it rained like practically the whole day, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, my my shoes were basically soaked. My socks were soaked through, and I went to my students' place. I'm sorry, my socks are wet. <laughs> I'll just be leaving like, wet, not footprints across the floor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. And I'm like, whoops, sorry. <laughs> I yeah. Sometimes I also have that. I I haven't had. Had that in particular, like wet socks. But that was that is by far the worst so far. Like I don't think I've encountered like this heavier rain for quite a while. Okay, that is that is one one thing. But like, um, other, <laughs> but yeah, rain. But I think the other inevitable. thing is nice. Yeah, the weather is the weather. Um, but I think mm-hmm. the other thing that's nice is to get to see my students in their home environment. So yeah, that is a good thing that um that you mentioned that because 
a lot of like smallish problems, like yeah. sitting positions or whatever. Yeah. So, like, if you're just fixing it in class, like in in the music school, they would obey you there, but they cannot apply that at home. Sometimes. Yes. Yeah. But if you're going to their home, like you can just like. This is you need to see, like at home. This is how much you sit. Yeah, like how far like you have how to far be. You sit. How much of the chair you Or sit how, on? <laughs> how high the chair? Yeah. Is yes. Yeah. The chair height for children. Yeah. Also, also for and adults. then like sometimes looking for stools, we like you need a stool. Oh, for the feet, right. the dangling yeah, the feet. feet, the dangling feet. Yeah. <laughs> They just start swinging the feet around. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I actually dislike more about dangly feet, and they don't yeah. have stools or anything yes. like that. They slide off. Oh yeah, it. yeah, yeah. They slide, and then they play like a like this. Like <laughs> the elbows are behind the. Yeah, I think I had a name for like when the hands are stretched straight out. I call that zombie hands, and then when the hands are like this, I think I call it dinosaur hands. I'm like, I see dinosaur hands. Oh yeah. Wait. Dinosaur makes sense. Yes. Yeah, a T-Rex. Yeah, T-Rex. Yeah. T-Rex. T-Rex. Man, <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> Man, yeah. So I'm so yeah. Just... Yeah, I'm so confused. But I think also that's, like to that's cool though. Because some of them, I mm-hmm. teach like siblings, separately. But I teach like brother and sister, or like yeah, yeah. yeah. And like then back to back then. Back what is very classes. nice is that in between you get to see the sibling interaction. And it's kind of nice to see like the, like, how they, how they behave basically, because when they are my Have student, s- it's different mm-hmm. from when they are their sibling kind of thing. You know, different be- yeah. they exhibit different behaviors. Yeah. Have you had uh your student sibling to help you teach? No, I've been keeping the you classes very the- separate right now. Do you know the Muso? The oh yes, I, I saw uh Instagram. Yeah, they, they upload videos of sometimes like, take times, the right? siblings to help, like maybe just like clap along, or yeah. not, or like help by distracting so that the student can learn to focus better or something like that. Or there's there's definitely some stuff, and um. Yeah, I don't have that many, like in co- uh, st- stuff like that happen, mm-hmm. um, because I teach mostly also the single lessons, and they are not like family by any means. Yeah, I do, however, have like two friends. Uh, that, like, they come back to back, and they sometimes play. F- As duet for con- student mm. concerts and whatnot, yeah. So it's kind of like sometimes kind of motivating as well because then they would practice together or whatnot. Even oh though yeah, yeah, it could be yeah. a chaos as well to have two children in a room. <laughs> oh well, it depends yeah. on their relationship. Yeah, if true. they get along, it's fine. If they are constantly squabbling, yeah, then I uh, have hmm. brother and sister that only can work. Only would work if I say like, "Oh, you're better than your sister." 
then wow. the sister would work on the things. And then the if the sister got better, and then I would say, like, oh yeah, now the sister is better. And then the the brother would start working on things. Like that just, feels like some sort of like reverse psychology, but not quite. That, but they 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 ask me like I'm better than her, right? All the time, they just want to beat the other person. Very competitive, I'm just like, basically. Okay, if that's your fuel, <laughs> that's that's not how I. But sometimes I still say like, okay, try to play this piece like a whole through, and uh, I also like have like a point system with them because they're the ones that like. No, I did better. I want to get a point like. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah. Sure. Um, but I still also like try to play it fair by like okay do it once if you have like this amount of mistake then you get like two stars or whatever mm-hmm. or if you play it perfectly then you get five stars or whatever right yeah. so it's not comparing them to the sibling but comparing mm-hmm. them to themselves yeah um Ex- reward uh, expectations and reward and whatnot, but yeah, it's it's kind of tricky. A lot, mo- some some students are highly like motivated because of that. Like, yeah, n- only one actually, only one of my students <laughs> like that. The rest are more like, oh yeah, I can play this song, and they're happy about it. That's I it. actually have a pair of siblings. They are mm-hmm. they are a bit more squabbly. They are quite squabbly. So brother and sister. So elder sister, younger brother, and then what happens is like they they have things like they have like my song kind of thing. Like the elder sister will be like, "This is my song," so she'll be like oh. telling her brother, "You cannot learn this song because it's my song," and then the brother will have his own version. This is my song. You cannot learn it. So if one person learns the other song, the other person will steal the other like song that. The sibling like yeah. they claim on, I understand and that. it's like, hmm, it's it's rarely happened to me. It's more like if I have another pair of uh, of like friends um, that come to piano lessons back to back, and they want to play actually like the same songs. Uh-huh. Oh, she's doing that. I also want to do that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Great, less planning for me. <laughs> yeah, they just like here's a song. Prepared already, extra copy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, how did we go here? Oh, because uh, you go from house to house. And yes, I go house to house. And yeah. home environments. Door to door. Yeah. 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 Do you, Actually, do you have a preference really... between teaching, like, hmm? do you have a preference between teaching, going to the student's house and teaching them, or... And going to the music school to teach. Like a very strong preference. Music school. Music school. I mean, here's the thing. The commute. Even though I only have like three Mm -hmm. home students, whatever. uh, It's a commute. Yeah, it is. I think I think I feel like more also it's a lot more productive in my side if I have like a full day in one spot. That's mm-hmm. it. Rather than 
going from one house to another house to another house and then it's also it i kind of also feel like i cannot do anything before that maybe i can like i can have an appointment before that right yeah but i also would be kind of nervous to not be late to go there right i think i have a bit of like after that also i'm just tired (laughs) you're right i think i had a bit of that when i first started like not wanting to do much in the mornings because I'm not sure that like I just wanted to make sure I'm on time. But once I figured the yeah. schedule out, like it was a lot easier to be like, okay, I'm going to spend like two hours of composing, oh, yeah. and then. Well, I still work out, out in the morning. Things. Yeah, I mean, of course, there are certain like, I, things that we just I, don't skip. But I do, I do, I like I do some personal stuff, but I don't mm. want to like. Just yeah. But yeah. yeah, but but that's like, it's okay. It's all right. I I also think I like to teach in a music school because um, my the places that I work at, the day I teach at, the it's not that many teachers. Mm-hmm. It's not that chaotic as as so like to say. Yeah. So like it's very intimate like, so to say like it's like uh, yeah, I have like two colleagues that's it right <laughs> enough. so I can also like talk with my colleagues a little bit and mm-hmm. like um yeah maybe also yeah. share some repertoire because uh, that happens once in a while yes uh, like so it also helps me right like if you if you have kind of similar repertoire with your colleagues it's going to also save you time and yeah. energy and definitely it is some sort of different productivity I think r- in terms of relation like mm-hmm. between colleagues I think that's that's why I still enjoy it yeah, yeah. actually what you mentioned about that that is one thing that mm-hmm. I that was nice to have when I was at music school like being having mm-hmm. connections with other teachers just mm-hmm. in between students, but honestly, what happened usually is that we just don't have time to talk. But there's a kind of solidarity oh. in just being tired together. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. When in one of the music school, I also just pass. Uh, we just like talk about if our students are sick at the same time. <laughs> like, like ah yeah yeah yeah. At three p.m., my student is not coming and. Their students also not coming back. Hey, what's up? Yeah, nice coffee. Yeah. <laughs> what you play in these days? Maybe a little bit of that. Or maybe like, oh, I heard you play this song earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like Small the little talks. interactions that's yeah, but a I little think nice it's to also have. Like, yeah. It's also like building connections. So yeah. Still, so it's still, it's, it's, you know, like a lot of people say like rest is also productive. <laughs> Rest? I think that is rest. Like mm-hmm. taking rest. Yeah. Taking breaks. I think so. It's I also really productive. So. Um, which I'm terrible at. I'm terrible at taking breaks. I agree. You need more breaks, Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, but yeah. Like just chatting with your colleagues or like. Yeah. yeah. That's that's. That's that's also productive. And on topic I, of rest, um, mm-hmm. yeah. On the topic of rest, I also think it's 
important for students to have because I okay I know you guys have like summer breaks over here we don't really have yep. summer breaks lessons go around mm-hmm. through the year so sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just be like usually I take the fifth week off but um, it's a little bit more haphazard than that no but I do plan it out so sometimes I'll be like okay there, mm-hmm. there won't be lesson on this day kind of thing and I think it's very useful for the student but also for me <laughs> sure Definitely. Because I like, like going the next week after this August, I'm not gonna do anything. That's good. No deserve <laughs> break, Audrey. Yeah, <laughs> I'm already planning for the summer. I'm like, this summer, I'm not gonna be working at all. I'm not gonna have gigs, whatever. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna enjoy my time. Yeah. Um, but that is one like that is a thing. That is yeah. I I, I can understand that a lot. Yeah. It's um, both like very, how to say this? I also notice as a student, like it's um, like because sometimes when you're burned out in that sense, like mm-hmm. you can do whatever you do and it actually does not. It doesn't value add. Have the same result. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I I think, I think. Yeah, I think burn uh burnout also exists for this. Like, I mean, like obviously, this is for yeah. the students and as well as for the teachers and whatnot. And um, burnout can easily be avoided just by saying, "Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to practice if it's holiday. Take your time." Like, yeah. Sometimes my students come back to lessons and be like. After holidays, like I did not practice, I went on a ski holiday. And I was like, then enjoy your ski holiday. It's fine. Yeah. It is a holiday. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna be like. So now, take ten laps in the court. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play that skill like ten times through or something. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It's it's totally it's it's chill and it's especially. When it's especially like in music, it's like it's so easy from it being something that is fun and rewarding into something mm-hmm. that's like dragging you and very, very dry and very, very bothersome yeah. and tiresome and tedious, right? Mm. Yeah, it it could really, really, yeah, really switch. So, to keep, I think for me, that's why I, I have 7,000. Uh, project even though it leaves me with no breaks but it, it at least makes me feel like i have different things i have different this i have different that you know it makes you feel fulfilled right yeah that's important. i have different outlets I, I think that's the 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 main thing of my mm-hmm. productivity which we started from talking productivity and then talking about our students and then going back um, full circle into productivity again yeah so um I don't know how about you but I think we can kind of end this really weird rambly. Do you still have any other productivity mm. stuff that we want to talk about? Nah, I think that's about it. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For now. I mean productivity is um very sensitive. Like I would say everybody reacts differently. Everyone, uh, and everyone has different things that works for them. Yeah. 
right? So like if I took on as many projects as you did, yeah, I don't know. Like I think I won't have I enough mean, sleep. I'm on the brink, baby. I'm on the brink. Sometimes I also feel that I'm like, oof, oof. But have I think that. if you have the things I'm doing, like it's not going to mm-hmm. work very well for you either. No, I don't. Like, I think, think we have so. very different working styles and preferences. <gasps> I was sick, right? Like I, um, the previous episode I mentioned, yeah. I had COVID for the second time, and I yes. kind of isolate myself as one does. Uh, and I noticed that I um, actually have more anxiety if I if I just stay at home and do nothing. Oh, I love that time. Oh well, I <laughs> do like it once in a while. I like it like at least once a week, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no. After like two days, I'm like, so what can I do now? What should I do now? I feel like I'm already behind on a lot of things. So, right. Yeah, yeah but that's very personal. So it's just it is, yeah. Yeah. All in all, <laughs> <laughs> all in all, this is a very random, uh, wishy-washy episode but i think it's pretty accurate on like our life yes um so yeah so now let's wrap this up Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 now it's time for our recommendation (laughs) recommend it's now time for our recommendation jesus um (laughs) So, <laughs> do you want to start? Do you want to start? Should I start? <laughs> you can start. I start. Okay. Uh, I <laughs> I want to start with <laughs> the recommendation session with a, s- a specific song. Um, yeah. That I've been. Well, I don't want to say addicted to, but I do listen to it a lot. Your earworm. It's like, um, hear me out. It's a gospel rap. Mm -hmm. It's from a rapper named Govna B. He's uh, London-based. And the song is called Fall On Me. It's from Govna B and Wretch32. From Govna B's album Everywhere Plus Nowhere. Black Edition Deluxe. Well, according to Spotify, at least. <laughs> I can. Uh, we can believe Spotify, right? <laughs> the song title yeah. and the and the album name should not be wrong. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's um, gospel rap, hip hop, and it's fun. It's um, the the hook, especially, is very melodious. Let's say, blessings fall on me. Blessings fall on, uh, let good things fall on me, something like that, and it's just like it's, yeah, it's catchy and it's it's it has a good message. Um, yeah, yeah, remember you're big about I, messages. I like yeah, the the message is good, and well, I know him from the YouTube channel Korean Englishman that the uh. that they share about Korean culture and stuff. Uh, they're Gofnimbi is one of the guests with another okay. rapper, a Barney artist. 
But yeah, this song in particular, I repeat it so often. It's just good. Yes. Mm. That's it. That's my recommendation. And mine is a piano piece by a composer called Arthur Onegger. Um, mm-hmm. This is the. It's from a set of like seven short pieces, and this is number seven. It's called Violent. Violent. Yeah. It's called, that's the one I let you listen to just now. Didn't it sound a bit violent? No, it doesn't sound violent. Yeah, it's it is uh violent well, and it's very it's very articulated. A lot of dissonances. It is very, very jumpy. Um and lots mm-hmm. of like surprises of like I think it was descending or ascending. It was like a passage of just it just continually like moves nonstop. Um Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's I don't very think it's violent though. It's a bit hyperactive, but it's not violent. Eh, it's very hyperactive. Yeah, no, because the thing is that one that piece caught my attention because I was trying to go through like listen to more French um composers, and uh Onega, he is I believe he is from Swiss Switzerland, but he was largely Which based around like all France. <laughs> he was kind of based in part France. Part of Swiss is is very uh, it's like uh, bordered with France. Yeah, as well, they have right? different. Yeah, this one I need to look it up. So, um, one of the reasons I that this one caught my attention is because I was kind of uh listening for pieces of a piece of music to kind of orchestrate. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that piece is actually really good for orchestration. So, is this your homework? So things, uh, yeah, I kind of finished it already. I think. Oh, okay. Oh, I think I need to add more articulations. I'm not done with artic- artic- articulations. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. okay, hang on, hang on. So. Onegger was a Swiss composer who was born in France and he lived most of his life in Paris. So how did he become a Swiss? I don't know. Double citizenship? Maybe. Oh, his parents are Swiss. But he was born in France. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. We also have a France... We also have a... France, plural. That are... um, Born, born. I think born in France. Maybe mm-hmm. I. I. I don't really know where they were born, but their family are from, um, Swiss and but they reside in France. Right. I will tell you after we uh, we go off. Okay. I don't know. I. Don't, I mean, it's it's not we are talking bad about them, but <laughs> I don't know if they want to be name dropped here. Basically, uh, this is like <laughs> about tea that maybe shouldn't be spilled. There's no tea about them. They're nice people. They're very okay. nice. Then that's good. I, I like them. I like them both. Nah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So They're anyway, nice that's people. my recommendation. Great musicians. Yeah. Yes. And that's, for that's the, the show notes, so the recommendations yeah. can be found on the show notes on our blog at www.pianoforte.podcast.wordpress.com All one word. Piano Forte that Podcast is, is one word. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? All one word? Well, technically, it'll be one word because there's no spaces. Technically, it, it technically. does. If you, can't, if you write it on like a work, word. Like on a word file, document, right? A document would count as one word. But <laughs> why are we talking about this? I don't know. Why this I is don't. a sign that we should go. Yes. We should definitely go. We're delirious. We should go. Yeah. So with that, 
拜拜。